This week, the Seasters are back. Reunited after one episode apart, but it felt like a lifetime to me. Um, a lifetime TV movie, because I saw you in all those wigs and gigs, getting into the Joanne of it all. Oh, yes. And also, we're rainbow spotlighting our hearts out today. Um, Plus, we learn a little bit about the situation in Afghanistan right now, which is intense, and let you know how you can help. Exactly. And a throwback chat, girl. There was a time before the internet. It's hard to believe. Yeah, I I used a razor on my phone, not just my face. Um, (laughs) And the DMs are full of lovely messages and thick dricks. This one is extra hot. Honestly, don't burn yourself. And if you do, we are not liable. Do you have a a (laughs) potholder? Grab the oven mitts, bitch! It's time for Hot Goss. That's Hot Goss. Forever. Dog. But I do have this AAA girl's mug. Oh. Mm-hmm. Just a, a dash of Portland. Just a skosh. Uh, two pumps of Willem, please. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back for another piping. Steam. Or wait, steaming. Piping. Squalling. Serving of hot gas. This is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives, gossip and politics, Politics. and take a deep Deep dive into the DMs. So let's get right into some hot Hot. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Aren't you that bi-coastal beauty, Alaska Thunderfuck? Girl, I'm bi-something. I'll just say that. Um, Brooklyn's best. How was the Joanne ball? Um, it was really amazing. Um, it was really, really fierce. We got rained out both nights. <gasps> did you perform in the rain? This was it. Yes, we did. This was the thing. Uh, Nick was obsessively checking the weather every day, every hour, up until the show started mm-hmm. on Tuesday. Yeah. And it was clear sailing, fabulous, beautiful weather. Then... The hour before the show was supposed to start, it was like 90% of rain. Oh, uh, actually, 100% of rain. (laughs) Like, instantly. And so, the first show was supposed to start, and it was downpouring. It was like torrents. And so, we were like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. It's not safe for the equipment, for the dancers to go on, and this lightning. and Oh, lightning, damn. Yeah, so we went out and put on rain ponchos and went out and asked the audience who was waiting very patiently, uh, having some drinks, and we asked them, do you want to, like, wait and see if the rain lets up and, like, do it later? And everyone was emphatically saying yes. So we did, we started about three hours late, but we did, then the rain, like, disappeared, like it was never there, and we did the show. what are you, an Edwards? (laughs) We started it on Alyssa Edwards' standard time, yes. Um, And it was fabulous. And then the next day, same thing, perfect, 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 hour before 
oh yeah, it's going to start raining in the middle of the show this time. Uh, so we were like, we're just going to go if we have to have an intermission. And we just kept going. We kept asking the audience if they wanted to keep going. And they screamed, yes, 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 yes. And by the end, we were all really, really soaked, but really happy. Which I was screaming, yes, 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 at boy radio. Uh, yes. Honey. Yes, he's, oh, he's save amazing. a horse, ride a boy radio. This, um, yes. his, his white fringe cowboy outfit. I also see uh-huh. you in that outfit for sure. You could definitely sport that. The, the, uh, fring, the fringy glovelet. Well, I mean, I would just be swimming in his garments. He's, <laughs> he's so much, you know, larger and taller than I am. I'm very petite. It was such a great show. Your hair looked human. I'm not sure if it was, but that long flowing in the breeze, just gorge, gorgenstined. Why don't we just tell people it was human? Uh, I know a, a human was wearing it. <laughs> That's debatable. <laughs> um, and to everyone who has been, you know, sending letters and emails and uh, about boy radio and I dating... I just have to please, I have to ask you to just please respect, you know, I like to keep my private life um, personal and private. And so I just, I can't answer any of those questions at this time. I will just say Boy Radio is a a great artist and, um, and I respect him greatly. I heard you guys are performing in Private Lives by Noel Coward at $3. You know, I can't talk, I can't talk about, I, we, Big Dipper, we discussed that we were not going to bring it up. I'm trying to keep it. You think I can you know. control the talent? Elizabeth Tailoring about. <laughs> um. So wait, you're a you're a Florida girl. Uh huh. I'm a I'm a Central Floridian right now. I've been all over this great state, from um, Orlando to Tampa. We did Southern Nights. It was so much. Southern Nights was like my last gig before quarantine shut us down. And oh yes. I had so much fun. I was on the dance floor. Like keep wait at Tampa. My aunt, my aunts were there. My lesbian aunts, my parents, my friends. Aww. I had. I was it's just. It's a family affair. It really was. They still didn't tip, but uh, it's fine. <gasps> Maybe they didn't like what they saw. No, I, I, just... did, <laughs> I did a little kid song <laughs> called "Don't Want Dick Tonight," and my mom was like, "Was that a new one?" And I was like, "You obviously don't know the classics." Um, <laughs> But I was dancing and it was like, I was like, God, it's getting late. I'm waiting for these lights to flicker like for 145, two o'clock. And it's 345. I was like, oh, y'all don't have last call here in Florida. Y'all just stay open till willy nilly. And bitch, I was nilly and willy. (laughs) (laughs) Willy and Lily came to get you. Uh Uh, uh, That's amazing. It was a wonderful night. This piece of trade walked right by the club with me and my friends after we were leaving and um, I reeled him in and then we went back to my room and he thought he was going to do some things to me that he wasn't allowed to do without other things. So my, uh, my friends like 30 what, minutes without later paying you. No, a condom. Oh, um, oh so okay. he ran to go get one in the middle of Ybor city at night. And my friends who were at the club with me that had seen me leave a half hour ago, they're like, why is your trade running down the street right now? And I was like, oh, he's going to get a con because they were at like a, a eating spot, like a couple doors down. And I was like, well, you know, they're they're sprinting to this bus, running, <laughs> running all over town, darling, on foot. And it was one of the night. It was one of the good ones who was like, what is your name? He was Brazilian too, and I was like, <gasps> oh, Brazilian. 
it was such a great night back at the club. Um, Southern Nights has a bigger dressing room now. All the girls were there. Oh. Sassy, um, Roxy, Cara. Oh, just the dolls were present and assembled. We had such a good goddamn time. I love Southern Nights. If you're ever in Florida, check them out. Um, well, I'm going to be going. Uh, you are kind of soon. I don't know, a couple of weeks. I don't I, know. I saw your picture. Time. On the- what is time? Time. Uh, I saw your picture on the board, and I said, "I know her." <laughs> You're gonna want to hit that show. Yeah, she has a face for fashion, and she is up on the boards. Uh, and how are the mangoes? I heard there's mangoes. Honey, the man go down the street running for condoms all the time. Yeah, um, the mangoes were delicious and huge. I stopped counting at like sixty. My dad has like a paradise down here of a garden with sunflowers and like fruits and and um everything. It's so wonderful down here. I love Florida. Um. Other than the the it, the heat is a lot. I went outside for like fifteen minutes, and I have a tan line on my thighs just from my shorts. Damn! And you know how yeah. I am about my thighs, girl. Well, you you curate your tan lines. Yes, I do. Um, are you back in Los Angeles? I am. Oh, that's wonder- where I am. Is it wonderfully summering there? Summering oh, it's the really hot. I think it's just really hot everywhere. That's like the vibe right now. It's it's the dog days of summer for sure. Well, I've definitely like, noticed some summer fashion trends happening all along the coast. Um, like bo- what? Bodies. People have their bodies out. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank God. I know. Yeah. The, the teentiest little eye patch panty with a little thong. It's very mm-hmm. um, 90s Tommy Hilfiger, like the thongs out yeah. of the 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 waistband uh, with uh with with notes of Aaliyah. Yes, thongs are completely in fashion, and thongs, yes, a peep, jocks, all that. Yeah, a peep of a thong is very a moment. Um, I definitely think I definitely saw a guy in a jock strap with some hashtags on it. So wearing their breeding jocks to the clubs. Oh, like hash marks, like tally marks. Mm-hmm. Tally out water marks. That means how many? Um, how? Uh, trying to think. <laughs> trying to think. Is you know this? damn well what it means, loads. bitch. It, how many oats? It were means sowed? Seam, semen loads. Uh-huh. Queen it's semen, semen loads. Queen semen. Queen semen, semen loads collected. Mexicatessen. In the rectum. In the Mexicatessen. Uh huh. All that. <laughs> Uh, you know what? It's it's hot out and we're feeling we're feeling icy and we're feeling spicy. So we want to give you not just one rainbow spotlight, but two rainbow spotlights this week. Can you handle it? Can you hot handle gossers, it? Hot gossers, tell us, can you handle yeah. it? That's hot gossip. Alaska, can you handle it? <laughs> Big Dipper, well, um, can you handle it? <laughs> Dipper. Can you Michaela handle J it? thinks you no. can handle it. Yeah, I fall down the stairs. I can't handle it. <laughs> no. That's the life alert. Uh, we have a great rainbow spotlight this week. One of our great mm-hmm. friends of the pod, Michaela J from Pose. She has mm-hmm. a song called Something to Say. And baby, the video, she is blooming in it. There's flowers yeah. blooming out of the car, vocals blooming out her mouth. Um, the unit is laid and flowing. She's got backup sisters with her, and it's a wonderful little song. And the eye candy, that man in the front with all the tattoos, not mad at you, MJ. Hubba hubba. Why don't we take a listen and we'll be right back.
This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days and it's important to stand out. Good web design will engage your audience. You know it's true. Right, and the business needs a website to feel real. And that's why Squarespace is so important. The good people at Drag Queen of the Year use it with great success. It's true, we did. We said we need a website and we need it fast. And guess what? Squarespace is fast and it looks really good. You don't have to know code or anything. Yeah, Squarespace has Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system. It's never been easier. Start with a best in class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. Plus, you can easily sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. And the analytics are detailed and very helpful. Learn where your site visits are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. You can even build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. They've got it all. So check out squarespace.com slash drag for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code DRAG, drag. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag. Glad I ordered a venti. I oh, I should have got a Trenti. Trenta. Oh, I, I thought about. Trenta. I I wondered if I was Trenti for a time in my life. Oh my god. Um, are you watching The White Lotus? I watched the first episode and I found it delightful. The girl from Star is in it. The youngest girl, and then mm. one of the girls from Euphoria. And mm. there are these like bitchy, judgmental teens. And I I love them. Those were all my girlfriends in high school, just smarter than everybody. It's It's such a good show. And then Jennifer Coolidge, also me. (laughs) Right, right. Also very me. I've seen the first couple of episodes and I'm hooked. I'm in. I can't wait to watch more. Steve's on. He's been fuckable for about 25 years now. Hubba hubba. Yeah, I'd hit it. Um, I also remember White Lotus, the club on Coanga. Did y'all ever hit that back in the day? Uh, what? It was very really. Boring. Oh, honey, it was like during the Ladue. It was right below Yucca. It's that big white building that looks all Greek and Mykonosy. On um, it's not Coanga. One street what? over from Coanga. No, it was Coanga. It's called White Lotus. Um, I leaned over a bar there to talk to my friend in like two thousand three or four. And she's like, your hair. And then I whipped it over and I was like, yeah. And then she's like, no, it's on fire. Um, because I leaned over a candle and that was the first time I got lighters. I was like, oh my God. And it's the worst smell in the world trying to get trade and dealing with them coming up to you and going like, oh, oh. <laughs> trying to dance with you and nuzzle a little bit from behind. And then they're like, did 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 you have barbecue? Are you barbecue? Bitch, your wig was on fire. But it was my actual hair. Um, but White Lotus was a fun club, like, during the Ladue time and, like, all those clubs. 
Dang. Yeah. Your hair. Oh my gosh. Thank you. That's so funny. It was literally that. I was like leaning over a bar Thank and she you. was 20 feet down uh, and she like motioned to my hair and I, I just flipped it and she went, no, fire. I was like, fire. And by then I smelled it and it was like, ooh, shit. Um, something else um, is on fire. The world, apparently. Um, yeah. I Let's take a moment to uh, go into this next segment, which we like to call... <clears throat> let's, let's get, get political, political. political. I, I want to get, get political. political. Yeah, there's some serious shit going on. Do you want to read this story sure. from the Wall Street Journal? Uh, so Taliban forces entered the capital of Kabul on Sunday after President Ashraf Ghani left the country, effectively ending a 20-year effort by the U.S. and other Western nations to remold Afghanistan as a modern democracy. They were buoyed in part by an agreement with the Trump administration in February last year for U.S. forces to leave the country, with President Biden subsequently settling on August 31st as the exit date. With Afghan government losing air cover and plagued by desertions, the Taliban quickly expanded their footprint in recent weeks, and the last remaining cities, including Kabul, falling under the control by mid-August. The arrival in Kabul coincided with scenes of panic in some quarters, with Afghans who worked with Western Armed Forces or Agency rushing to Hamid Karzi International Airport seeking a way out of the country to escape reprisals. Western embassies moved their staff to the airport, which is under U.S. military control, to help evacuate personnel. In chaotic scenes there, crowds of Afghans ran alongside military transport planes as they prepared for takeoff, with some people trying to cling to the sides of the aircraft. Fuck. Okay. Um, So this comes from some more information from the BBC. Who are the Taliban? Um, The Taliban is an extreme Islamic group which ruled Afghanistan from 96 to 2001. Um, They say that they're, they claim they're followers of Islam, but the beliefs that they have are much more extreme than those of the majority of Muslims. Mm -hmm. Um, They've been fighting to take back control of Afghanistan and want to enforce their own strict version of Sharia law. Um, when the Taliban leaders were in control, they banned many things, including education for girls, television, music, and cinema. Men it's basically were made handmade to- tales over there. It completely, it's completely that. Um, the men had to grow beards. Women had to wear burqas, which is a one-piece veil that covers the whole face and body. Uh, the uh, the Taliban's so- strict laws and extreme punishments made them unpopular with other countries, of course, because human rights. And people living under the Taliban could be punished very harshly for breaking their rules. And they have been accused of various human rights and cultural abuses. Um, they managed to get back control because... For the past 20 years, the U.S. has supported the government in Afghanistan that was put in place by the war there. But before that, I watched a movie called Charlie Wilson's War with Tom Hanks and Julia Roberts. Apparently, America gave money and guns to the Taliban before they like it's so America is just butting their head in all over the place for the last 30, 35 years in this country. And now it's a muck. And, caused and, the problem and made the problem worse. Yeah, so this is this is um Biden's trying to clean it up a little bit, but in 2021 he announced that all the forces would leave the country by September 11th, which is kind of poetic because George Bush said we were invading there because they had weapons of mass destruction which they never found. Just a recap for anyone that doesn't know this. And 
they said, oh, we're going to get uh, bin Laden and stuff. Yet none of the hijackers from September 11th were actually Afghani. Right? The whole thing is fucked. Yeah, basically the the Taliban was, um, you know, giving cover to Osama bin Laden. But everyone, as everyone talks about, the behind the scenes is all about oil and money and corruption and capitalism and basically creating a problem saying we're gonna now turn this into a democracy we're gonna protect you and then leaving just to let people take back over all of a sudden and the the thing that i saw that was kind of um unsettling for me was i saw even more unsettling sorry the the plane with a lot of people who are now probably refugees i counted very few children and women it was all men like, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad people are getting out, but like, I'm worried about all the people that are left there. Uh, the Taliban is like oppressive as hell. And this was like the last major city in Afghanistan to hold out against them. But like, they took it, they got it. And, um, the former president is trying to lead the transition to power with the Taliban because I mean, I guess a little cooperation is better than, you know, none at all in his eyes, but the whole situation is fucked up. It's completely fucked up, uh, especially for uh, women. Um, and so we're going to share uh, an organization working to support Afghan women as best they can right now. Um, you can donate at www.womenforwomen.org um, because this is this is the the kind of shit that is uh going to be enforced not not like oh you're going to get a fine if you go walk on the street without a male escort it's like we're going to like fucking kill you yeah. kind of shit so um so we can i mean i don't know what to do but something we can do is we can donate at womenforwomen.org um and we'll be keeping an eye on this situation it's it's really uh really scary and fucked up yeah um we'll be we'll be uh back in a minute but first we would like to tell you about another wonderful thing that popped up in our lives it's another rainbow spotlight another another can you take two at once bountiful (laughs) is it possible to to have two at the same time I always like odd numbers. I'm a one or a three, baby. Oh, okay, okay. God's on my sides with the odds. Um, So our second Rainbow Spotlight of the week is um, a new podcast from some girlfriends of ours. It's Fully Charged with Saturn and Star, and it's basically the definition of a kiki. They have new episodes on Thursdays, and it's so fun. I listened to it, and I was like, I don't know these bitches, but I want to know these bitches. Do they want to go get tacos? (laughs) They were great. Are we going to take a listen right now? Take a little listen. Take a little listen. listen. It's so nuts to me that this could happen in this time. I mean, what I always say about it is like, if this what if this is what white men would do to their daughters, fuck us. <laughs> like, um, exactly. I mean, <laughs> we that girl. Wow. That's why I'm like, Britney, freeing Britney is the movement of our times because <laughs> the trickle down, mm-hmm. the trickle down effect, trickle down effect, exactly that. Um, so for the free Britney people out there, <laughs> stay vigilant. The media be lying. It's a lie. It's 
They don't it's care about It's a manipulation mm-hmm. That Tactics. was just a good, right. Y'all all retweeted it and they said, whew, good day. A headline. Well, because that's the thing. <laughs> the girls only care about a headline. They do not read. These kids do not read articles, girl. <laughs> they don't motherfucking read. They don't no, do the research. Sad. Here's the thing. I know. This is what you didn't touch on is that um, yes, get me. for everybody, this girl likes to get into the forums online, <laughs> like deep dive forum diving <laughs> archival footage tease like she tried to stay surface light with it but (laughs) just so everyone knows this young woman gets into the nitty-gritty of the online forums back and forth with the kids so she knows the tea i have a youtube playlist called britney class and it used to be a (laughs) a prerequisite for my new friendships (laughs) not britney class (laughs) i mean i'm sure i've taken you through it at some point It, it it was a thing for my new like for friendships it was like you have to know what's going on with britney back to the weed agenda it gives she hits the peace pipe (laughs) and then she's talking at you for an hour and a half and showing you clips and showing you a documentaries i remember i came to your house once girl and it became oh you haven't seen this documentary here star strap in <laughs> girl, and then it gives pop quiz it, it gave but not only that but it gave oh Oh, no, this link is wrong. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Clickety-click, hacker voice in the, on the keyboard. <laughs> I'm in. Finds the video archival footage, blah, 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 blah. I'm sitting there. I've been, I've been at this girl's house for four hours, and now I'm suddenly, a, I'm an initiate into the class of Britney. So it gives that. It gives all of that. are back and there's uh, girls there's no tip spot tonight she called nope. out she called out she was at the arco and they said that she, her um her pin number wasn't working uh, so so um she pulled out a needle worked. and she stabbed the guy right behind the counter she, at the arco she'll never Stab work him. in this town again she never, never will she's gonna but, have to go to fort worth she's not welcome in dallas anymore <laughs> no that is not okay at the roundup she could take that down to the Rainbow Rooms parking lot. The Rainbow Room burnt down a while ago, but she can she can do a show in the parking lot if she'd like. But that is not okay here. No stabbings. So tonight, instead of tonight, like it's nighttime <laughs> and we were recording in the daytime. I don't know when you listen. Maybe <laughs> who knows? Maybe it is nighttime. So I tonight, don't know your life. instead of a tip spot, we are just having some sisterly chat time. We're gonna do a sis tot. <laughs> sis tot. It's just switching the letters. Seven. Okay. Never mind. Didn't work. I was thinking of drag tots still. It's, I got drag tots uh, on my mind. Oh it seems God. to me drag tots are on my mind. <laughs> I go on social media and I see uh, borrowed blessings throughout the world. Um, <laughs> I, I, I see uh, wigotry and I'm like, so that's where that went. And I said, right, if oh. you want to wear that swimsuit, there's a, there's a shoe that goes with it. She said, what the okay. fuck am I supposed to do? Put my hand in it? You know it won't fit my foot. <laughs> I said, well, it would be a good like pool shoe just to walk around. She said, you know my toes are not allowed to see the sun. Um, she, she, much like you, my other sister, is, a, um, is not in, she does not have open toe privileges. Uh, I do an open toe every now and then. When? I have to shave my toes first. Well, I think you should braid it. No, I, I prefer open I like toe right now. Look. It's summer. Uh, I've, give I've me n- that. I've never seen you without a... Oh, no, no pad summer. Yes, yeah, so that means no tight summer too, huh? No pad summer in full effect. No pad summer in full effect. It's too hot. No. 
I'm not going to strap a couch to my butt. I'm not going to I'm not going to strap a pillow to my butt for snatch game. That's my I don't know why Raj it sounds like Buffalo Bill right now. Oh padding padding is an East Coast thing. It's a pageant girl thing. West Coast <laughs> girls don't do it. I want to be a model. Michaels. I don't do that. I <laughs> I will never do that. I've never done that. Cut to <laughs> twenty twenty. The she pads is, of life, girl. She's the one for the pad. Um, <laughs> we should have a pageant, a pad pageant, where girls just come out exorbitant. Pad pod. That should definitely be a category in your pageant. Pads. Just the most absorbent. No. Who can absorb the most water in a dunk tank? I really just, I try to figure out the parts of drag that I love and the parts that I really don't. And and padding and multiple pairs of tights. It's like, it's gross to travel with and you have to like, you ha- they get soaked and sweaty and they're large and it's uncomfortable. It looks great. But unless I'm in a, you know, freeze-dried air chamber, I don't think that I need to do that. And if, or the if my in a precinct. It, right. And if my body is too disgusting, I will give you a refund. If you come up to me after the show and say that my my actual body is too abhorrent to look at, I will gladly give you a refund. It will take 4 to 6 weeks and there is shipping and processing <laughs> and the 20% that PEG took will not be refunded. <laughs> so, um, operators you have... are sitting by. <laughs> I want to talk to you because we are the pre-internet Ladies, girls. Ladies, we... can I talk to you for a minute? <laughs> I want to talk to you. Fellas, can I talk to you? Talk to you for um, I want to <laughs> ask you because yeah. we are... We are people who remember the world before the internet. The which last is age hard. of innocence. Right. It's hard to imagine almost right now. But do you have any um, pre-internet, pre-social media nights at like a bar or a club that um, you can recall? Oh, my God. Yeah, definitely. There were um, <laughs> there was a bar called Deco. It was after hours in Philly right by kind of near Delilah's on Delaware Avenue. And I remember I was in Delilah. <laughs> it was very love someone tonight. It was not Delilah on the coast. It was Delilah doing uh, the most. Uh, I was <laughs> doing the most at Deco. And I was like, you know, I was younger and rounder and I looked like a girl. I looked more like a, a woman than I do now. My chin hadn't grown in. Um, I had yeah. very pencil thin eyebrows and I was doing shots with this guy and I was 17 at that point. All my friends had gotten me into the bar and this girl comes sailing over the bar running at me. It was this girl's boyfriend and she thought I was trying to get with him. I was, um, <laughs> of course I was, of course I was, of course she um, was mine. The guy knew that I was a guy, which he was fine with cause he was friends with my friends. But she thought I was a girl hitting on her guy, and she grabbed the back of my hair, pulled me down, and then she got a closer look, and she's like, oh, and just, like, dropped her hand. I was like, I was, her fist was above my head, and I was like, I wish someone would have recorded that. And then we were drinking later after last call when the bar was closed and just sitting on the bar and stuff, and I was like, does this bar have security footage? I would love to see a tape of you sailing over the bar. Yanking me to the ground by my ponytail and almost assaulting me. And she's like, We have security, but they don't work. And I'm like, Okay, what's the point, bitch? 
But now everything's <sighs> on tape, you know, like, and I, I'm, you can't miss nothing. But I like, did you see that DJ at Precinct get his phone stolen by some wandering minstrels just wandering through trying to be inconspicuous? Yes. Someone at Precinct took a no. DJ's phone. I think DJ Mateo, maybe? Rubella Somebody. spreads. Rubella spreads right off of his little thing. And they were so slick about it. And they were just wandering slowly, not in a rush. And this reminds me of the time that I heard that one of the Rosa's ladies had like a bag full of phones. They found her with a whole oh. bag of them. Uh, yeah. Oh so God. watch your phones, people. Put them in your pockets or put them on like a little leash. Um, because... They they walk away sometimes. Oh my god! Do you remember any uh, good nights at the clubs without um, without social mediums? Um, yes, I remember the very first night I went out in drag. Uh, oh. which is a story that I talk about in there's my gotta upcoming be a, book. There's got to be a historical <laughs> plaque of significance somewhere around here. <laughs> I talk about it in my upcoming book, uh, which you can. My name is uh, yours. What's Alaska? Available at. Um, Penguin Books. No, 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 no. It's chroniclebooks.com slash Alaska. And you can pre-order it right now. And I'd appreciate it if you did that. Um, pre-order, but you, it, it comes out officially and you'll get it in November. But if you pre-order it, that will be really helpful to, um, I don't know. But I don't know. I guess they're just, that's what you do. But we, um, my best friend Elena and I were in Pittsburgh. And I was like, let's go out. I want to go out and drag. <laughs> and I didn't have any clothes, but I had black garbage bags. <laughs> um, so I cut it up into like a tube top and a little skirt. Um, uh, mother wanted me to come out in a kimono. We had a terrible find. <laughs> um, and Elena did my makeup and it was like a very deep smoky eye. And Elena did my deep hair. Smoke. As well. And it was like this blonde wig with bangs. And I was like, it needs to be bigger. It needs to be bigger. It needs to be bigger. And so she teased up the top and like pinned it. So it was like a big and teased thing on top. So not much has changed. I've been wearing the same fucking outfit since the very first time I went out in drag. We went, we took the bus. We went down to Pegasus in Pittsburgh. Was the bus still running? (laughs) The bus was still running. We went in. I thought it was going to be the biggest fiercest we went in there were like three people in the bar but one of them said i looked great so uh so i i was victorious i'm glad to see that the blind are still drinking and enjoying life it's the moonshine i would have loved to see a picture of that that would be great as bianca we have a picture it's in the book we have a picture in the book work i i can't wait to read that book my name is yours what's alaska yeah it's good yeah, um, my name's yours, but Alaska. <laughs> do you ever leave your phone at home when you go to the clubs or at the hotel so you're not on it all night and everything? Or do you bring it with you to the clubs? Because I've lost mine before at clubs, and I'm like, it's the worst panic ever. You're like, how do I get on the plane? How do I leave without my phone? It's literally like... Where the hell my phone? Where the hell my, where the hell my it. phone? It's a song of an era, really. Yeah. Well, it's weird because, yeah... You, yeah, you can, I mean, losing your phone. Yeah, that's not cool because that is how we get like Uber and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uber but <laughs> That's our Courtney reference for this episode. Ding! Ding! 
Uh, I think it would be really refreshing. And maybe this is something someone can do. What if someone did a club night where it was like phone free night? Um, yeah. What would you do? People would be like, I don't know what, what do I, what do I do with my hands? Like, I, I, I mean, it, it sort of makes me nervous to even think about, but. It also is very exciting because it's like you'd have to look at people and talk to people and like dance. I mean, that's what I do anyway. I, I was going in. People were taking. I would wonder about people trying to take selfies if they didn't have phones. What would they do? Like chalk renderings on the fly or like how would that work out? I'm not right. so sure. But I, I do like not being encumbered with my phone. I leave it at the hotel probably like every one out of two times just because I'm like you don't want to lose this you can barely hold on to your room key let alone a phone I, you dumb bitch I love that idea maybe I'll start doing that yeah it's really freeing because then you're just like you're not worried about your phone but then of course like some girl does an amazing number where she puts a bucket on her head and walks out with like a drink on top of the bucket <laughs> that was you oh was it was that me <laughs> don't me the glamour um, but then you're like oh where can I capture that but, um, you know, uh, someone is- else will be there to capture it. Mm-hmm. Why and don't we just, go ahead and take a break? We're going to release you into the wild and we'll okay. capture you in a moment after these Cap- home shows. Capture this. my god i can't believe this there is there i when i got to the cave today there was a ranger here and he said this cave is dangerous and dark and i said get away from me i have amazon lights from um on my rings and bracelets we can find a way we will find a way this is the moment this is the moment where the gods expect us to go (laughs) spelunking deep inside the The dms This first message is exciting. And there's a duck. How wonderful. I think it's a mallard. This is from Claire. Hey, Willem, Alaska, and Dipper. I just oh, wait. Wanted to let s- Alaska read this one. Oh, okay. oh, okay. It must be offensive to one of us. Okay, here we go. Uh, from Claire. I just wanted to say a big thank you to Willem. Today, my dad sent me an article about how Dr. Fauci received criticism for on approving cruel animal testing on dogs for vaccine research not COVID. My parents are very conservative and we butt heads about literally everything. I received the COVID vaccine and I felt like my dad, who has made me feel stupid all my life for being liberal, was taking another jab at me, uh, making me feel bad for getting the vaccine. I was almost in tears on my drive to work. So in my head, worried about this. I, I had a race chaser on and Willem started cracking jokes and being her light, fun self. I embraced her joy and it completely changed my mood. Thank you for being a light in this world. You saved my makeup from tears at work. LOL. Attached is a photo of my friend and I at the Joanne concert in 2017. Alaska, your Joanne shows at $3 bill looked fucking sickening. You were hot AF in every look and channeled your inner gaga. Love you both. Friend of the pod, Claire. Aww. Oh, thank you, Claire. Wait, I know Claire. Do you? I know her. I recognize that face. She's definitely been at the gigs. Yeah, she's so stunning. Thank you and for that her, note. See, who's look. the gentleman with her? 
Look, right, you're looking at, you're trying to steal her band. Honey. Yet again. <laughs> yet again. Man. Someone's going to yank your ponytail this time, and it won't be your real one. It'll <laughs> be your fucking friend, vanity. Not her, man. If Claire you don't my know her life. You don't know her life. <laughs> um, thank you, Claire. See, Willem. See. <laughs> We're glad we, we have can a positive provide... impact. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that we can provide a respite for um, people when they're not feeling as wonderful as they would like to. Just put on a little pod. Yes. Or or put it in your pod. A little bit of pod goes a long, long way. Put it in your ears and you'll hear us say, hot gas. Do you want to read this next message from a camera operator on Drag Race? Oh, different. Different guy. This is from Sarge. Hey, hi, hello, Willem Alaska and Big Dipper. A few weeks late, but I asked my hotel's head of housekeeping about makeup on towels, sheets, etc. She proceeded to show me a huge barrel full of stained, no longer usable linens. <gasps> we host a couple of Comic-Con type events each year, and the guests use the linens to remove makeup, and it's the hell of the laundry floats. However, if they catch it before washing and drying, they use this stuff, see pick, and they come clean every time. So maybe see if you can pick up a bottle. No pics of my old Gen X dick as it's likely past its prime. Thanks for all the hours of podcasting <laughs> greatness. I'm Don't especially loving short. Patch Podge. Best Sarge. Okay, so this is called Ecolab um, Stain Buster. Stain Buster 5000 from the Planet Glamtron makeup remover. <laughs> and it's a laundry pre-spotter. So if you're a pre-spotter, um, it takes off foundation, foundation makeup. Sunscreen. I'll, I'll, medicine. I'll pre-spot you during your workout. Girl, I um th- no, thank you for sharing this. And you know what? I have to just reconsider my regimen when I'm out there in the world because I've ruined so many towels. I bu- probably when I die, I will be faced with all of the towels that I have destroyed on this earth. And I'll I'll meet them all face to face and it will be my karma to um make amends with them. I had I had trade mention about um, me having probably over a hundred white towels in my house. He was like, "Why do you have all these towels?" And I was like, "Oh, well, sometimes I have to wrap stuff in a towel to get it home in one piece." Like I had this one necklace that I always traveled with that I didn't want to like get caught on stuff, so mm-hmm. I would just steal a towel. And I have hundreds of towels and washcloths. Oh, so she steals the towels. I ruin them. Which is worse, ruining the towel or stealing the towel? It's probably worse to ruin the towel because if you steal it, they don't have to deal with it and look at it again. Baby, do you really think I'm trying to get into heaven at this point? I'm just Um, trying to get a cuter table uh, in hell. So I'm stealing towels. I'm ruining them. (laughs) I I throw them on the floor to work out on. I do everything. The first thing I do when I get to a hotel is ask for more towels because they say, oh, it's you. So they can't keep track. And then I take a couple from the gym, maybe two from the pool. (laughs) Build like a little towel fort. I love me some towels. You do. My favorite towel girl probably always will be. You know my favorite color other than fringe is uh, free. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Why don't we read this next letter? This comes from Andrew. Dear Willem Alaska and Big Dipper or W A B wet ass bussy. Long 
first. Love the pod and Padge Pod. Keep doing what you do so well. I want to hear your opinions on white queens performing songs of black artists, mm. particularly songs that reference or lean into black culture. I was recently at a drag show and a white queen who shall remain unnamed performed Beyonce's Black Parade. The what? song is all about embracing black culture and one's identity as a person of color. The performance left a bad taste in my mouth. The queen wasn't disrespectful at all, and she paid homage to Queen Bee, but it still felt somewhat like a performance of someone else's race slash ethnicity. This got me thinking. I can see two sides of the issue clearly. I've seen many non-black queens perform songs by black artists. Diana Ross, Beyonce, Nicki Minaj, Janelle Monet, the list goes on and on. These queens perform the energy of the music and kill it. It doesn't seem right to prevent queens from performing a song just because it's by an artist that isn't the same race ethnicity as them. That would be limiting and could lead to some weird-ass drag segregation. Oh, okay. But on the other hand, white people have appropriated enough from black people, and it's not like a queen has to perform a number. She can just choose a different song. There's also a weird minstrelsy-esque aura to these performances as a white person mouths the words of a black artist, not to mention... Even if the queen bleeps it out or doesn't mouth the word, the N-word comes up in many of these mixes. It's just a can of worms that many non-black queens shouldn't begin to open. What are your thoughts on this? When you perform songs by non-white artists, is there anything you take into consideration? What should a queen be careful to do, not to do, to make sure she's respectful? Much love from Phoenix. Andrew, here are my picks. I'm much more of a bottom, so the dick isn't featured prominently. Well, I'm going to turn the brightness on my screen up for this. Okay. (laughs) She's got, uh, one of, she's got one of those holes that has uh, guideposts around it. <laughs> right. Guided tours daily, it looks like. You don't need the whole airport, just, just the, the landing, landing strip. strip. A beautiful pictures. Uh, she definitely knows her angles. She got her phone out. Um, yes. The dick is lovely. Uh, two balls. I did, just did a ball count, and there are two. Dose. Two accounted for. Mm-hmm. Um, at least uh, two. I'm going to drain all three of your balls and all (laughs) that jizz. That's a lady bunny. (laughs) Lady bunny song. And also in the second picture, uh, uh, Andrew. Uh, Andrew is, uh, I mean, we're seeing, you know, straight into His the kidneys. seat of the soul. Um, <laughs> he is, you know, in sort of a, a prone position. Uh, I think I see his wisdom teeth from here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which it's a lovely picture. I love the athletic socks because one does want a hint of accessorization. Mm-hmm. And Andrew's very busy and on the go and has his earbud in and is listening to Race Chaser while taking this whole pick. So, Andrew, we applaud you for this. And zooming in on that bookshelf, I can zoom in and see the word suck less on the binding <laughs> of his bookshelf, that yellow book right there. So, Andrew, mm-hmm. we would be... Happy to answer your question. Um, it's a hot button issue. Yeah, and I I can speak on this a little bit because um, I definitely um, I don't lip sync songs by African American or Black artists, but I definitely the last song I did at Southern Nights was Little Kim Don't Want Dick Tonight. Um, right. And by the end, everybody was singing, but I also kind of do it in the fashion of like Cher from Clue, like I dug them, so I fucked them. It wasn't nothing. Like I don't do it in A V E E. Is that the right word? 
or the right ver- um a- what's it called a v mm. yeah Courtney's you said it right here. okay yeah so that um i don't do it like that i try to be respectful of it the n-word doesn't come out of my mouth um i change mm-hmm. words a few um so that's what i do but i was also in a play called um southern baptist sissies and it was written by del shores who did like sorted lives he's a great writer and one of the lines that he has my drag queen character say i think her name was iona trailer um is that um like a, a, no queen should be prevented from doing tina turner just because she's white you know like Tina Turner sure. has universal music and my character in the play wanted to do, to do a Tina song and she wore a denim jacket and a little black sequin dress and like the typical Tina outfit with the spiky wig and stuff. She did not bronze up. She made a point right. not to bronze up. Um, but right. yeah, if it's a song like Black Parade though, that might be a little, that would be iffy. I don't, I don't see myself putting that on my, um, on my thumb drive. Right. Yeah, at all. Not no, not during the month of February, not during never. Yeah. You've done some Little King uh, songs, haven't you? You've done how many licks? At least once. Oh, yes. Many, many times. Many times. Was, you like how I, I mean, look in the aqua green? Get your Vaseline. I mean, lip syncing Lil' Kim was the first song I ever did in a, you know, in a, in a drag show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't lip sync certain words. Uh that are not mine to say but i mean it was also it was also a song about you know um fucking and sucking dicks uh which is great and i think universal yeah um but yeah like you said i think when it's a when it's a message that's about that's specifically about black culture it's like it's not really our place to it's not really our place to to lip sync and embody that yeah, you I'm know. wondering if the white queen was like, "Oh, well, I have that wig, so let me just do that song." I don't, I don't know how that came to her her idea that she should do Black Parade. Um, right? May, maybe Black Parade by the Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> Is that a Smashing Pumpkins song? Or it's somebody something about the John the Black Parade. My Chemical Romance. Yes. Oh, work. They say Black Parade once in there, so I don't know. Yeah, this this album is called The Black Parade. How wonderfully um, informative. <laughs> right. Do you want Thank to you. read our last... I, I think we'll save Girl, this I'm reading part. our producer right now. Give me a moment. <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll, we'll do this this last question next week. So this can be the final question if you have any other Oh, things, wow. So. Or do okay. you want to read this question? I mean, I just saw the dick, so I want to know what he was talking about. Um, his name's Kodiak. Oh, he's in the Kodiak Bear Cave with us. He says, hi, Willem in Alaska. My name is Kodiak Cave. At least that's my stage name on TikTok and Twitter. Cave. Uh Uh-huh. Over the last year, I became an OnlyFans creator after having a video go viral on TikTok. Now making pornographic videos is my full-time job. Even though I've been doing... Okay. Even though I've been doing this for... for... searching. (laughs) Even though... I'm trying to give you the reference... uh, uh materials here even though i have been doing this for a year i still have the feeling that what i'm doing is wrong i can't help but feel shame that this is my current career path and sometimes i get caught up in what other people might say about me doing porn for a living i worry about what my family may think my cousin found a video of mine 
uh, after it came up on her feed, and I worry what she might say to my parents. Deep down, I honestly love what I do, and I want to pursue it further. I love being able to express myself sexually and having my own businesses empowering. I don't think there's anything wrong with doing sex for a living. I personally wouldn't judge someone else for doing it, so I don't know why I judge myself when it comes to me doing this. I'm not sure if what I'm experiencing is self-doubt and guilt, and should I dismiss these feelings as that, or... If these feelings are assigned to pursue a new career, I would love to hear your perspective on this, how I can combat these feelings. What could I tell my parents or family? Or do I maybe try a new career? My TikTok is at Kodiak Cave. My Twitter is Kodiak Cave as well. Attached as a dick pic. Sincerely, Kodiak Cave. Kodiak Cave seems to think that we're betterhelp.com slash drag. I'm supposed to tell him how to combat feelings, what to tell his family. I'm a career guidance counselor now. Baby, I just want this dick. Well, uh, if you're so conflicted, it's prodigious. The dick is the balls are like fucking grapefruits. They're giant. Uh-huh. I want to sprinkle some sugar with a blowtorch on them, right? Um, and suckle them. Nice glaze. The dick right. is delicious. The dick is just like it's like one of those poles that you dock a gondola at. And Kodiak Cave is making a face in this picture, which is what's this called? Bear smirk. It's That's that face. One. It's the face that guys do where they knot up their brow, kind of like, "Look at me, they I'm pensive." Furrow, the they furrow. furrow their brow and smile with the mouth closed sideways because Katie Holmes smile. That's sexy. I. Guess. That's what sex means. Um. <laughs> uh. Uh. Kodiak, thank you for sharing this and congratulations. Can you show us the viral video that went viral? How do you have a dick video go viral on TikTok? I thought they don't allow anything like that. They don't even allow gay people, for fuck's sake. I just joined. I have two TikToks now. You do? Uh-huh. I think... You know I have a TikTok. This video has 12 million views, but it's not... It's about a plant. And it turns out it's actually a seed from the Lush Massage Bar I bought. And it got into my drain and grew from a clone of hair. Um, I'm going to try and replant it. Uh, I pulled the plant out and it turns out... 12 million views. And I guess he launched an OnlyFans off of that. Okay, well, uh, I bet a lot of the comments said, Show us your dick! (laughs) (laughs) All that hair down the drain, he needs to stop trimming his pubes over the sink. I don't think... Listen, if you like what you do, and, and you like who you are when you're doing it, then honey, go for it. I the question about telling your parents, I I almost feel like maybe they will never know, or maybe they already know, and maybe it would be better coming from you, uh, and saying you know so they don't find it out you know while scrolling through. Uh, I don't know. Um, Do they know about your OnlyFans? <laughs> Do they know that you're a whore on interwebs? <laughs> With your legs all spread, do you know? <laughs> um, I think my parents are very supportive of my career, and they've seen all the nasty things that I've done. Um, yeah. My, my dad thought the fisting thing was funny. My mom did not appreciate it um, either time, um, especially when I was Still, doing it to it my dad. It was a puppet show. It was a pop-up puppet. <laughs> um, she, I, I, So I understand that parents maybe 
reticent to get with the times because everybody does porn now. If you have a phone, you do porn now, basically, because we all have pictures, videos. I have PowerPoints on mine. Um, There's there's a lot. So, you know, judgments around that are misplaced and outdated. But I mean, we also we're sensitive around our parents and what they think. And so I don't know. It's a sensitive issue. But um, I stopped caring what Pam thought of me a long time ago. Hey Pam. <laughs> Hi mom. I love you. And my parents love you. They always ask about you. They're like, you should do more stuff with them. Are you doing more AAA girl shows? I was like, Mom, no. That was 2017. Leave it alone. Where are those other girls? Where's the other girls? Those nice girls that don't fist people. Are they coming too? <laughs> That's my parents. <laughs> Well, we thank you so much for listening to Hot Please send any questions. Oh, okay. Um, is that one of those A2 cows that doesn't give lactate milk? Um, <laughs> you can send us your questions via email, concerns, anything else to racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. And please stop asking about boy radio and me. I mean, it's it's no one's business if we're buying a house in Cape Cod. It's no one's business. That is our business. We want to hear about your new job, your roommate issues, your wig queries, your drag race theories, advice on how to get that dildo to fit. We love hearing from you. If you've you never if you've never written an email and been listening for years, now is the time to write in. Yeah. And as always, we have amazing bonus video content available on patreon.com slash Willem. There's like 60 videos of us just being drag queens and you can tip mm-hmm. us. You watch them all for a dollar. Do your thing. Just search the hashtag race chaser in the little search bar and leave the coins on the dresser and hit the mouse. And we will continue to release some of our Patreon content from 2019 for free now on YouTube. So well, make sure right now. Make sure you're subscribed to both Willem and Alaska on YouTube. Hit the bell icon so you get more notifications. I love a bell icon. Uh, you can follow <laughs> us on Instagram at Willem, at the only Alaska 5000, at Race Chaser Pod, and at Mom Podcast. And that link on Instagram at Race Chaser Pod also has lots of resources and places to donate money in support of Black Lives Matter movement and a link to aapip.org to help combat increased anti Asian violence. Get the vaccine. Please wear a mask. Wash your hands. Stay safe and healthy. And, and we'll be back next week. Next week with, with more. Bye, Hot Goss is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises. This goss is hot. hot.